The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk. Another blistering day in the borough. Doesn't look like it's going to get much relief in the near future. Matter of fact, um, tomorrow there's a lot of scrimmage games scheduled in the afternoon, late, you know, 5, 5.30. And right now it looks like the um, um, heat index will be over 104, which means they can't play. So keep an idea, on, keep your ears open for that. So they, there may be games, I mean, scrimmages tomorrow may not. I know Oakland's scheduled to play Cane Ridge. Uh, Blackman's at home, So, but you might want to check with somebody before you go out there. All right. We're inching closer to um, football. Matter of fact, um, 21 days, but we got plenty of time to talk about that. We're going to talk some hoops today. Matt Ensel, MTSU Women's Associate Head Coach, has joined us. Um, Rick was going to join us, but um, the most important member of the Ensel family uh, had some surgery today. Is that right, Matt? Yeah, my mom, she... Um He's having a knee replacement today, and so um, Dad thought he'd be out of that um, before, but it seems like it's been pushed back a little bit. So he's still at the hospital with her right now. So, well, we certainly wish her the best. I know she'll come fighting through this, and that knee will get, be better in no time. So, exactly. Um, Hopefully, yes. yes. Get, she wants to maneuver around more. She said she has more games she needs to go to. So. That's right. <laughs> well. Speaking of games, I was going to ask, I got them all bounce around in this interview. Just go ahead and let you know. You know, I was talking with Coach McDevitt, I don't know, a week or last week, maybe the week before, and we were talking about the new look in um, Conference USA, you know, losing X amount of programs, gaining four more, a a fifth one will come aboard uh, next year in Kennesaw State. And Coach was saying, well, you know, the good thing about it is you play everybody twice. So you get a true round-robin champion that comes out. He goes, the difficult thing is getting those extra non-conference games. I think, you know, you go from, what, 11 or 12 to 15 or so. So are y'all finding that to be the, the same way? Um, not really. Um, you know, I think our scheduling philosophies differ, and not saying ours is, the correct way of doing it or theirs is the correct way of doing it. Um, you know, we try to go out and, and, you know, schedule the very best, whoever that shall be, and, and trying to get as many, I guess, NCAA tournament teams and Power 5 teams that we can get or whatever you – or football fives, really what it is. And, you know, we, we didn't have much issue. And um, we were able to get some good, good teams on the schedule. We have not released our conference schedule yet. Um, and the reason why is there's a certain game that – um, we're not allowed to talk about and because there's going to be a big release about that game. Um, but, you know, going to the Bahamas and playing um, in the, the, the Atlantis, at the Atlantis there in the Battle for the Atlantis, which is the top tournament in women's basketball in the, in the preseason there, um, is going to be a big experience for us. Um, Princeton. Princeton's been in the second round of the NCAA tournament for two straight years and returned every, basically everybody off their team from last year's team that was in the second round. Um, the first weekend of the season, they're coming into Murfreesboro to play us. And so, you know, for us, we're trying to play those those teams that, you know, we're trying to play the Louisvilles, um, the Ole Misses, the Arizonas, 
um, the Pauls and, um, you know, those type of teams there. And it, we really didn't have much issue. Um, we're having to go on the road a lot more. We've only got, I think it's five non-conference home games. But, you know, that's just part of it. And um, going on the road and battle testing our team, it helps our net ranking. And um, for our net standpoint, last year we were in the top 30 in the net all year, which put us in a situation where um, we were going to be in the NCAA tournament no matter if we won the conference tournament or not. And uh, we feel like this year's non-conference schedule is a lot tougher than last year's. And so uh, with that being, you know, we feel like we have another great chance of being a top 25, top 30 net team, which puts us in a chance to get up at large bid, and that's what we're shooting for. One thing I've noticed, you know, particularly, you know, since – um, co- coach um, came here to middle is um, and, and it it didn't take long because if you're if you're a quality team which you are people will play you now granted they'd rather play you at home as you alluded to but the women's game the coaches are still trying to grow the game and and so if you do go knock off somebody it's not a bad loss it, you know when it comes selection sunday you're not going to see bad loss middle tennessee up there so you know um i think the, i agree i think the louisville game last year beating them by 18 points um you know at home put us in a spot where no matter what happened in the conference tournament we were going to get in um we still can't understand and i was just on the road recruiting last week talking to the um head coach at toledo and her and her and I were talking about the same type of situation where she beat Duke last year, and Duke's a three seed. And she beats them in the non-conference. We beat Louisville by 18, and they're a four seed, and we're 11 seed. And um, you know, just trying to figure out how those type of things happen. And um, you know, you hope one day that the selection committee on the women's basketball side starts fairly seeding the tournament. Um, like they do on the men's side. I feel like they, they, on the men's side, they make a big effort to fairly seed the tournament. And the women's side, there's still a big lean towards these schools and these certain conferences that everybody thinks is so great. And, you know, outside of the top three or four teams in those conferences, the rest of those teams can't finish in the top two or three in our league. Um, do you think along those lines, are we getting any closer in, in the women's game when we get into the NCAA tournament, that they're gonna, they can go to neutral sites. Yeah, I think it's coming. Um, there's a lot of discussion right now on the national stage, and um, about that and getting it closer to being on neutral sites, being on the neutral floor. Um, I think that's important. Um, I think that's coming. They just made a big step where the NCAA, the, the difference. And our two um, men's basketball and women's basketball right now in postseason has been, as everybody well knows, the NIT on the men's side is an NCAA-sponsored tournament, meaning the NCAA pays for everything. They, it's no bid for this or bid for that, that type of stuff. It's basically they see that, and it's a, it's a sponsored tournament. Where on the women's side, for many years, the NIT has not been. The NCAA did not sponsor the NIT. It was run by a separate entity. And so then it was, you got to, like two years ago, when we are in the final four for the NIT playing Seton Hall. If we would have won that game, we was going to bid $100,000 to be able to get the championship played here in Murfreesboro, where South Dakota going against South Dakota State. And, um, you know, so those type of things is, is where the men have been ahead of us. Now the women's game is catching that, and the NCAA is going to sponsor um, a second tournament on top of the NCAA tournament, the same way they do the men, which is a big step towards, um, you know, basically putting the men and women on the same level. And the next step is to go to neutral sites. And I think the attendance this year at the tournament was at an all-time high. Um, I think there's um, there's a there's a need for more women's basketball. There, the the TV stuff is going up for everybody. So, I mean, it's a, it's a great time to be a part of our sport. And you're seeing. More and more teams, I think, here of late, who can legitimately say they can win the national championship. Usually, it was you know, it's not the UConn Invitational anymore. I mean, you know, and you know, South Carolina looked unbeatable; they got beat. So, I mean, you're seeing more and more teams that feel like they can go in and win it all. I agree, and I think that's 
um, I think the, the, the sport is growing um, with better players. Um, you know, right now, our recruiting, right now, we're recruiting some players and got players coming on our campus over the next couple months that I don't know, five years ago when I got here, we were able to recruit that level of a player. Not saying we weren't recruiting great players. I'm just saying that the player has the, the level of our the recruits have grown and they've got better. And, um, you know, there's more of them. And so there's now there's an appetite. There's a young lady we're recruiting right now that um, is a top 75 player in the country, and she's from across the country from us. And I can't obviously say her name, but I can say that my question to her is, why are you interested in Middle Tennessee State? Like, you're from all the way across the country. She said, I want to go to a place um, that's outside of one of these so-called conferences that everybody wants to go to that plays at a high, high level and beats those teams. And I looked it, I've looked it up, and y'all are one of three schools that do that, and I want, I'm interested in your program. Well, okay, we're interested in you. So, you know, you the, the – the Middle Tennessee brand is growing, um, and not only is our brand, but all over the country. I mean, you look at Kim Mulkey in two years, wins a national championship at LSU. When she took over that program, she did not have a national championship caliber roster, and it's really one recruiting class she spun it around, and we're all just one more recruit away from doing something real special. Matt Insel joining us today. He's the women's associate head coach at MTSU. Uh, appreciate him joining us. Uh, talking some hoops uh we got plenty more to talk about but we'll take a break and be right back hey guys if you've noticed a lack of energy motivation and drive it could be low t schedule your health assessment at low t center where they now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at home testosterone treatments for only 155 a month cash pay or covered by most health insurance if you don't live near a low t center or just need the convenience of at home treatment low t center makes it easy to get started on treatment only your first two visits are in person go to lowtcenter.com now to book online low t center reinventing men's health care this is Peter Demas inviting you to enjoy a meal with our family at Demas's Restaurant. With cold and flu season here, nothing helps my family more than having the Demas's baked chicken and rice soup. It was a soup that was created by my grandmother, and we not only sell it by the cup, but we also sell it by the quart, by the half gallon, and by the gallon. So stop by anytime today and bring soup to your family that may be sick or a friend that's in sick, or just to enjoy it just because it tastes so good. Demas's Restaurant. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration your local trusted roofing experts. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. Matt Ensel joining us today, talking hoops. Speaking of um, recruiting, Matt, um, uh, we'll start off. You, you signed a 
uh, young girl from West Tennessee, I think, was Miss ba- Miss Basketball. So tell us a little bit about her. You know, she was. Um, it, it, it's an interesting situation. She called last June. Like we've been, rec- we recruited her really hard. Myself and Kim Bruton, in particular, um, for about three years. And last June, um, her and I on the phone, and I was, I'm trying to convince her to come to do an unofficial visit to us because she had already said that she had an official visit set with Alabama, one set with Missouri, one set with Georgia, and um, she was going to set one with us. Now, and I didn't want to bring her in in June because then, then she's going to go on official with those people in September, and she's going to forget about us. And um, so I was like, come on unofficial. No, I want to do an official. I want to do an official. I want to do an official. Well, she decides to come in on that official visit in June, and by the end of the visit, she comes to us at breakfast the last morning and says, I'm coming to Middle Tennessee. I'm canceling those other visits. And so we were thrilled to get her. We knew she was special until the first two work, and in the first two workouts we had with her this summer, um, she was unbelievable. And um, you know, I I say this, and I'm not saying this to to try to hype her up or anything, but she was arguably the best guard in the gym for her first two individual workouts that she had, and you know that's including Savannah Wheeler, which is arguably the top player in our league, and um, maybe preseason MVP of our league, and Jalen Gregory, that was MVP of the conference tournament, and so. You know, she was on the same level as those two, those first two workouts. Now, she's had a little bit of an injury, and um, and so which is going to set her back a little bit. Um, we had to clean up some stuff that she had an injury, a prior injury before arriving um, here, but she should be ready to go um, by the first game, and we're excited. We think she'll have a big season for us and have a chance. She has a chance to be another, um, you know, Conference USA Freshman of the Year. She has that kind of ability. And... Um... You got to transfer through the portal from FIU, and I know before, right before you played in the first time, coach said, you know, they've got some really, they've got a couple really good young players, and um, when I looked at her, you know, stats don't tell everything, but I'm looking, you know, she averaged in double figures, but only averaged like 16, 17 minutes a game. She did. She um, she started for them. They had a bunch of older players on their rosters, and um, she started for them. And then they would sub in, and they were one of those teams similar to Western Kentucky, where they were trying to play nine players a bunch of minutes. And um, so you, when you start trying to divide minutes between eight or nine players, then you know you, you'll have some play anywhere from sixteen to twenty-two minutes. And she kind of got caught in that that area there. But um, we saw her play in high school. She was she's actually from Africa and she's playing in the African the Afro games for FIBA um, right now. She's over in Africa playing with Rwanda, her home country, but she went to high school in Georgia. And, um, you know, so we watched her play there, thought she was really, really good there, but we didn't really have, an, we, our scholarship numbers didn't allow us to um, recruit her or, or sign her during that time. And she goes to FIU and plays well against us. She hits the transfer portal and right away we knew we wanted her. Um, she can really, really shoot the basketball. She's about 5'10", 5'11". She has the ability to slash to the rim. Um, she's got some. She's got some game about her, and um, she's different than what our other girls are. Um, and she's different than Jalen Gregory because she has more slashing and getting to the rim where Jalen can shoot it. Where if you put different people out on the floor, that helps us be a lot better as a basketball team. And then um, y'all have an influx of um, international players coming in. Yeah, and the game is really – people ask me all the time, what, why are we, what's the deal with going international? Well, if you look at the NBA and you look at the WNBA, you know, their drafts, I mean, you're, it's, it's growing to where just about half the players that are drafted in the NBA draft are international student athletes or international athletes. And so, you know, the game has grown worldwide. And, and even this year in the, um, in the World Cups, um, America has been beat in women's basketball by other countries. And that's putting our best 12 out there in the U-17 World Cup or U-18 World Cup where the high school age kids where USA is having struggles with these other countries and these other teams. And we've got some really good connections over there. Um, and then once you get one or two of them in your program, then they start telling the other ones, hey, Middle Tennessee is a great place. And in America right now, if you're over 6'1 or 6'2", you these these 
these handlers and travel team coaches and convinced all these ladies that, hey, you got to go play in the Power Five. Well, they don't tell them that they need to, that we're better than all of those. And so these girls think they've got to go play at these. they got to play at the Georgias or the Alabamas or the Auburns and people like that, the Ole Misses, where, you know, we can go overseas and we can get a 6'6 girl like Anastasia Boldareva that played here that was one of the top freshmen and now one of the top juniors in our league and one of the top juniors in the country that comes here and she thinks that Middle Tennessee is the greatest thing ever. And so – you know, you don't have to deal with some of the egos and all of that, and, and we can get good size over there. And um, it's exciting for us because now we can match, um, you know, the Tennessees and people like that for, with size. And we were able to sign um, Yulia, the, another Russian girl that's about 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, um, that is built. She's got a strong, strong build about her. She's not, frail, she's not a skinnier build like um, Anastasia. And I think she's going to really, really help us this year. We signed a girl from Hungary that's about 6'1", 6'2", that plays with her national team that's very, very talented. She's going to be a four-player, and I think that she can, you know, be in that role behind Courtney Whitson. And then when Courtney graduates, she has the ability to come up and step right into that role a year from now once Courtney graduates. And then um, we were able to sign another girl from Russia that's um, about a 6'1", 6'2", wing player. Um, so she brings great size on the perimeter that can that can really really shoot it, and can and it has big time talent about her game. And so we're excited about our our international or European girls that are coming over, and um, they love it here at Middle Tennessee State. And so that's something that we love about them. How much how much time do you spend a year on the road recruiting? You know, during the off season, I'm out as much as the NCAA allows me to. Um, during the season, I'm at a game at least two, if not three nights a week, and um, you know, just evaluating, watching. Um, and now, with the with the age of um, ele- electronics and all of these games being online, um, I can catch a couple games at a time and, and watching something online at home. My wife gets tired of it. Um, she wants to watch The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and I'm trying to watch. Um, a Russian U-17 team play against the Belarus U-17 team or something like that that's online. And so, you know, it's, you know, it's, I'm out quite a bit. And another thing with international, you know, with Door uh, being over there, which Door played for us two years ago, Door, Door Sar, a lot of people don't realize this about her. She has a huge name internationally. Um, when, it, when you start talking in the Europe circles and the people in Europe, everybody knows Door Sar. Um, and even the players over there know her. She's she is a she's some kind of you know somewhat iconic over there to a lot of young ladies. And um, you know so with her um, pushing the Middle Tennessee brand, um, she pushes that on a lot a lot of young um, girls that want to come to America and play basketball. Again, we're joined by Matt Ansel. He's the uh, associate uh, head women's basketball coach at MTSU. Uh, We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will give us the Blue Raider Insider Report. In retirement, it's all about income, your money, making money, and you're not spending down your principal. That's the way we do it at Retirement Income Solutions. So if you're spending down your principal or your money's not making money, keeping you ahead of inflation, check us out today at risolutions.net, risolutions.net. And make sure to join us Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1 for Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter. Good afternoon. As we keep watching on traffic, it's heavy on the south loop. I still see some volume in Wilson County right now that starts to slow a bit on 40 east where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. It's still busy 65 south down through Robertson County uh, as you head into that section of Sumner there through uh, Millersville. Busy, but it's decent right now out towards Rutherford County on 24 east. It looked like it got a little bit heavy there a few minutes ago around Sam Ridley Parkway. That's pretty much typical, really, on 24 east continuing into Rutherford. Hey, Prince. Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu and order right now at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. You had a day off in... Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Mr. Haney, quit Here 
here on News Radio WGNS. Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often, when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, "We should have done this ten years ago," or "I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it." Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, "It's never too late to do what's right." Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at six one five. 893-2422. It's never too late. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850 and let me save you money and time. Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your home and auto. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. On 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider Athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the Big Blue and the Borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk a little bit about Conference USA uh, expansion, uh, things like that. There's a really good article. Uh, in the Athletic uh, here over the last couple of days that is an interview with Conference USA Commissioner Judy McLeod. She talks about potential future expansion, midweek games, and more. Uh, And one of the things that this article brought out was that Conference USA has gone through more change than any conference since 1995 because 22%, 22 22.5% of all 133 FBS teams at one time or another have been a member of Conference USA. That includes Tulsa, Cincinnati, Memphis, Tulane, Central Florida, uh, other schools, SMU. Uh, right now, the, uh, the the league has has nine members. We'll have ten next year, but Middle, Louisiana Tech, FIU, uh, as well as uh, Western Kentucky, Jacksonville State, Sam Houston, and New Mexico State make up the league. This year, of course, going to a new scheduling model as there will be midweek games during the month of October. And that you know, that was something that, that was hand-in-hand with a brand-new uh, television contract. And the commissioner said in this interview – that it was a very high priority based on fan input to know where the games were going to be on television. And this year, everything is on an ESPN platform or or CBS Sports Network. So Conference USA football will be much easier to find than it's ever been in the past. And what that has allowed to do that during the – during that, that month of October, you're going to have a minimum of two games a week that will uh, be on national television. So it's a much more 
it's a, it's a better package overall. And then when it came to expansion, uh, with Kennesaw coming in next year, which will make the league with 10 members, I think there will be a continued uh, look to see if there can be two more added because 12 is, is a really good number when it comes to the size of a conference. Also, there's some uh, changes being made in uh, what it takes to be Division One. The old uh, attendance numbers, if you remember when Middle made the move in 98, you had to average 15,000 in attendance, and a lot of those numbers across the country were fudged, and there was only a $5,000 fee that allowed you to move from FCS up to FBS. Now they're looking at making that fee $5 million, which should stabilize and keep uh, folks from jumping in, jumping out at the F, uh, at the F. Uh, BS level. So again, it's a really interesting article that is on The Athletic. Also, uh, news yesterday about Joe Dubin joining the Blue Raider Network as uh, my color analyst for football. want to thank everybody who uh, sounded off on social media. You know, 99.9% of it uh, was super positive, and we're very, very grateful for that and very humbling. And we look forward to bringing you uh, some uh, accurate and uh, entertaining broadcast coming up this fall. Uh, new uh, Coaches Check-In podcast is uh, has dropped on GoBlueRaiders.com, and it is with volleyball coach Chuck Crawford. We'll wrap up the week with another update coming tomorrow. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar and Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Matt Ansel joining us today. He's the associate head coach of the MTSU Lady Raiders, who um, coming off another really good season. Um, certainly will be favored to win Conference USA this year. And um, Matt, uh, speaking of Conference USA, you say you watch a lot of um, film. Have you seen much on the opponents that are coming in? I have this summer. We um, I've spent a lot of time looking at film on Liberty, um, New Mexico State, them Houston State, um, Jacksonville State. I've looked at film on all of them. Um, really, in particular, Liberty and, and New Mexico State more than anybody because Liberty is year in and year out been at the top of the A Sun, and um, they've got a great great program. They're a team that's usually in the NCAA tournament. Um, and then New Mexico State is coached. I don't. I'm, um, you probably remember her, Monty. Is Jody Adams that played at Tennessee? Yeah. Um, jo, Jody's from Bradley County. Um, you know, so 
Jody went to Wichita State, had a great run there as a head coach. Now she's at New Mexico State as the head coach and does a tremendous job and got some really good players there. I think our league overall is going to be stronger from the women's side. Um, now, I can't speak for men's or football or baseball or softball or any of those, but women's basketball is going to be stronger because a lot of the teams we lost weren't very good. And, you know, you hate to say that, but, you know, there was teams that we were playing like a Florida Atlantic. We would play them and win by 20, and we would lose 10 spots in the net ranking because they were so bad. And um, the same thing goes with the North Texases of the world and people like that that we've lost. You know, so, you know, us in Western Kentucky and La Tech and UTEP, all of us are still here. And if you look at it, we're four of the best ones. And um, now you're adding in a really good program in Liberty. You're adding in another really good program in New Mexico State. You got Jacksonville State there that's coached by Rick Petrie that was at, for our fans, that he was the longtime coach at South Alabama. And we were in the Sun Belt. Now he's at Jacksonville State. I mean, so you've, you've got some good programs coming in. And I think overall, Chris and I ran the numbers that our, our conference last year, um, Conference USA Women's Basketball was 10th or 11th overall in, the, um, in terms of the conferences, of the 32 conferences. If you take the teams out that we lost and add the teams in um, just off of last year's net rankings and RPIs, we would have been, in the t- we'd have been ahead of that. We would have been 8th or ninth. And so I think our conference got stronger from a women's basketball standpoint. Rick Petrie, wow. Mm-hmm. One of the funniest. <laughs> I tell you what, I had a good time watching him coach. Y'all, yeah, he said he would never come back to Middle Tennessee when he took the Jacksonville State job years ago. Yeah, <laughs> um, Daddy called him about playing, and he said, I will never step foot back in Murphy Center as a coach. But whenever they got added into the league, Daddy called him and said, you ain't got no choice now. <laughs> I remember one game, he just went to the end of the bench and just sat slumped all over looked like he'd been in a dentist chair for about four hours and uh after i don't know somebody he goes somebody asked him a question and he goes he goes hey when you play them you're either gonna get the bullet or the poison and he goes and they just poisoned us for two hours so he he was a funny guy to deal with so we hope to give him the same again this year yeah <laughs> but you're right though the one the teams that are still standing, you know, for the most part, um, were the upper echelon teams last year. They were. And, you know, but when you look at Western and Middle and La Tech, year in and year out, we're in the top three or four and five in our league. Mm-hmm. UTEP, they just rehired um, their old coach. She left UTEP and, and went to um, Wichita State, um, their longtime coach, and now she's back there at UTEP. And so, you know, you I know she knows how to get it done at UTEP. And when they were having those really good teams back when Daddy Middle first got into Conference USA back in 2013, 14, 15, you, if you remember, UTEP was at the top of the league. And then she leaves and goes to Wichita State, and now they've hired her back. And so, you know, it's it's, it's going to be exciting. The league schedule is going to be tough on us. Do they have? Does UTEP return a lot? They well, they they do they did. But then they had some kids leaving, hit the transfer portal, but they still returned their base, their base three or four players. Yeah. And then they've she's brought in some players from Wichita State as well, which had a really good team last year. So they're going to be tough. It's funny how your league works, and it works that way for men's, women's, every league. The the matchups, like certain teams, y'all can blow out. Yeah. And then they can turn around and blow out a team that just gives you fits. You know, exactly. so it's 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 interesting to watch how di- certain teams match up well against other ones. It is, and and one of the things that we have to really fight with our team is that you know we can't have a day off. Um, even if we're playing the worst team in the league and they're struggling, they're going to bring their best against us because we're the best team in the league. And um, you know, last year when we're ranked for the majority of the second half of the season helping our girls understand that, that, hey, no matter who you're playing, you are the game on their schedule. If they win this game, they're going to be putting graphics up about beating you for the next eight months. And so you gotta, we have to make sure our, our players understand that, and we train them every day to know that you got to bring your best every single day because the other team is going to bring it at you. And if you have an off night, they can beat you. 
All right, let's talk a little bit about the portal. I do every day, regardless of what sport it is. Uh, you know, most coaches are just saying, hey, it is what it is. Don't know if that's great for basketball or not. And, you know, sometimes you get the benefit of it, and sometimes it's, it bites you, and you've kind of been on both ends. Yeah, we have. And, and, and the portal, it's not going away. It's, it's something that's, that's going to be here, and uh, we've got to adapt to it. And we have for the most part. Um, you know, when we go into the portal, we're not trying to rebuild our roster with a portal because a lot of times you're taking somebody else's problems. And there's a reason why a lot of times players go into the portal. And, um, and so for us, it's really out of necessity and what we need. And if it's, do we need a post? Do we need a wing? Do we need a point guard? Whatever it shall be. That's what we're looking for in the portal, and we're keeping our eyes open on that. We're still trying to do it with really good high school players. Uh, we got a belief that development and developing high school players through the years can help them, um, can help our program sustain success instead of having a one-year wonder, a two-year wonder type thing. And so, but the portal's here. It's NIL is here. Um, you know, it was funny. I, I, I would reach out. I was reaching out to a kid to, to be a backup for us. I, you know, basically we were like, you know what, we can recruit this girl. Let's bring her in here out of the portal, and she could be a backup right down the line. So I get her on the phone, and she averaged eight points a game, nine points a game at a school that won about 10 or 11, 10 or 11 games. I mean, they weren't very good. And her first statement to me as I introduced myself and talked to her, she said, oh, yeah, I know about Middle Tennessee, but my starting price is 30000 yeah. Well, you probably need to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you haven't made a layup here. And so I don't know if we can do that. And so, you know, these, these kids now are so caught up in this NIL stuff that it's, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of them are leaving, and that's their first question. And if that's your first question, then this is not the place for you um, because that's just not we're not in for all of that kind of stuff. If you Once you get here and you're doing good things, there's a lot of businesses in our community that have stepped up and doing a lot of great things for our players. But at the same time, these ones that are first coming in that are already asking for things, you know, that's just not, that's not us, and that's what's happening right now in the portal. That's exactly what's happening in the portal. And, and um, you know, some people buy into that, and they're doing it, and some aren't. Matt Ansel join us today on All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real-time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. As we keep watch on traffic, it's heavy on the south loop. I still see some volume in Wilson County right now that starts to slow a bit on 40 east where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. It's still busy 65 south down through Robertson County uh, as you head into that section of Sumner there through uh, Millersville. Busy, but it's decent right now out towards Rutherford County on 24 east. It looked like it got a little bit heavy there a few minutes ago around Sam Ridley Parkway. That's pretty much typical, really, on 24 east continuing into Rutherford. Hey, Prince's Hot Chicken is catering. Check out their menu and order right now at princeshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Sir Pizza. You can order Murphy Sproul's favorite pizza online. SirPizzaTN.com. Carry out and delivery for dinner tonight at SirPizzaTN.com. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. Matt Ensel, he's the head of associate head coach at uh, MTSU for the Lady Raiders. And 
we were touching on the the, the portal there. You know, um, let me ask you this. I mean, obviously, top 100 players, are, you know, they're going to get their high school. They're going to get recruited. We, we, You know, you know that. Is the portal hurting opportunities for high school kids? Are they having to go to other places where maybe before they wouldn't have had to go? Um, repeat that. I lost you there. My phone went in and out there. The portal, um, like, you guys can look like there's so much experience in that portal. Yeah. Whereas... In high school, they you know they're you know the good the great players yeah they're going to sign but that marginal player are are they getting left behind or are they happen to go somewhere to prove themselves first? Well, it's 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 interesting because you know the portal does bring experience in, but is it good experience or bad experience? And you know you got to figure out that. As you're looking at the portal, you look at even like a Savannah Wheeler, as good as she was coming in to us last year, it took her about, you know, the first month and a half, two months of the season before she really got going because she's still, it, she's a freshman in terms of our system, trying to figure out the system and the things that she has to do. And so, you know, as, as, as we're evaluating and looking at it, is some of the marginal kids getting left behind? I would think so in some, some instances. But you look at a um, Jalen Gregory, came in here as a freshman for us, started, has started every game for two years, MVP of the conference tournament, um, you know, a great player and is going to be a Hall of Fame player right here at Middle Tennessee. And she may have been one of those players that nowadays, well, I can say, I'll say this, that, you know, she – she gets direct messages in her inbox all the time from other programs saying, hey, if you want to transfer, we want you. And that's going on all over the country. Yeah. And, um, you know, and so, you know, you're having to fight off. The, one of the biggest issues we have because of our talent level and as good as our program is, is right now with the players in it is people trying to recruit our players off of our roster. And that's a real thing, um, you know, and that's happened to us, happened to us this year where people are recruiting our players off of our roster because they can't get no one better than what we already have. And and so we have to do a lot of – we spend a lot of time with our current players convincing them that, that why this is the place for you and, um, you know, all of those type of things because it's a real, real thing that where people is recruiting players off of our roster. And it's not just one. It's, it's a lot of them. Coach um... – Casual fan hears well, this girl really provides a lot of leadership for us, and you know they probably most of them dismiss it. Hey, you're either good, you're not good. You know, show me the show me the money. <laughs> no, that's yeah. bad. But somebody like Courtney Whitson, speaking of all of famers, um, how valuable is her leadership um, on the court it, it, and off the court? You know, I'm I'm very fortunate, and our staff is very fortunate that this will be her fifth year with us. Uh, what keeps me up at nights trying to figure out is is the thought of what it's going to look like a year from now when we don't have her on the floor, uh, because she's that valuable to our team. And a lot of people is like, oh, she plays too many minutes, or she does this, or she does that. Um, yes, you know, would we like to get her minutes down to? 34, 35 minutes a night, absolutely give her a three- or four-minute break. But it's hard to do that because of what she brings. She does. She's not our leading scorer. Um, she's not that. And I don't know if she ever will be our leading scorer. But, but the other things that she does is more than what any point that she can score. And um, she's a great leader. She rebounds. She defends. She keeps her team together. Um, I mean, she's just she's invaluable out there on the court, and we got to have her on the floor. And the competition that we play, um, she has to be on the floor for majority of the game because she is the one that holds everybody together. And I don't know what it looks like when she's not here anymore because she's played that position for four straight years, and this will be the fifth straight year for her. And um, and I don't, I'm really a little bit nervous about what we're going to do when when she's not there because I just know every game when we go in. Um, what we're going to get out of Courtney Whitson. And I can't say that about every player on our team, 
but I know that she's going to give me everything that she's got and give our program and our university everything that she's got when she steps on the floor. And um, not only is, is she a great basketball player, but she's a great person, uh, comes from a great family. And, um, you know, she's just, she's, she's everything you want it to be. And, and um, you know, she's, like you said, she will be a Hall of Famer one day at middle. Um, and if she's not, then something crazy's happened. <laughs> you know, and I think some people are going to see that this year. Hey, Alexis Whittington was pretty special herself. I mean, she could play every, she could play any position. If somebody was hurt, she, she would go play that position. She played defense. She'd hit a big shot. I mean, you name it, she did it. Yep. Yep, I agree. And that's that's a big loss for us. Um, a lot of people talk about Ksenia Malaska. Obviously, Ksenia was drafted, and Ksenia was a special, special talent. Um, but Alexis Whittington um, brought so much to the table. And as we're looking at next year, um, obviously, losing Ksenia, I'm not going to say that, that that wasn't a blow to us, but losing Alexis Whittington was a huge blow. And finding that person that's going to step into that role is something that, that we're searching for every single day. And we've got some good candidates, and we've got some really, really good players that have really come on this summer. I think Tamia Scott is a person that, 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 that a lot of people watch play sometimes last year, and everybody's like, man, we should play her more. She's taken a major, major step in her game this summer, and uh, we're excited about where she's at. And uh, but replacing Alexis Whittington is is is, is something that's that's very important on our radar right now. Before we let you out of here, Coach, um, talk about what the experience is like with those girls like you mentioned to Mia um, playing in that three-on-three uh, tournament uh, this year. You know that was huge. I mean, they only invited um, 16 teams to play in that programs to play in that across the country and we were one of them and um the experience they got to be in colorado springs to be able to put a usa basketball jersey on something that they've dreamed about their whole lives um for a tamia that somebody that didn't a girl that didn't play a lot of minutes last year it was huge for her to be able to kind of get out of her shell a little bit and step into her own her own space and earn the respect of those three that played a bunch of minutes and they left out of there, and all three of them called me, was excited about, hey, Tamia's going to be ready. She's going to be special, all of that. And and also for, for Savannah Wheeler and, and Jalen Gregory and Courtney Whitson, it was learning. It was great learning opportunities for them. There was no coach there coaching them. There was no set offense. They were having to do it on their own. They were having to communicate amongst each other. They were having to help each other out. And so, you know, it was, it was, it was something that um, we hope that we get that invite again next year. And um, we'll continue to send um, players to that because that's something that's really, really good for, for them individually and also good for our program. All right, Coach, we appreciate you joining us today. And, again, uh, we wish uh, Miss De- Mrs. Deb um, uh, best of luck on her recovery from her, her knee surgery. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you guys, and thanks for the support. And I'll make sure she knows that. And, Monty, thanks for all you do for Middle Tennessee Athletics. We really appreciate you. Good talking with you, Matt. We'll do it again sometime. Thank you. Yes, sir. That's Matt Ansel. Join us today. That'll do it for today. Everybody have a great rest of this day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Isaac Lowen.